Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Greetings. I cannot believe that this is episode number 300. My first podcast, I checked, it was published on October 25th of 2017. So here we are a little bit over six years later. Shortly after that starting date, I put out four additional episodes. I read that you were supposed to, you know, have some content out there right up, up at the at the front. I used some material that I'd already created, some written material and created podcasts out of them. And I truly had no idea where I was going to go with the podcast after I used that content and created, I don't know how many podcasts it was out of it, about eight, I think. I only knew that I really, really wanted to podcast, and I believed it was the best way for me to get my brilliance out into the world. I've told the story before of being given the advice of doing a teleseminar And I could not get started with this thing. I had no energy. And for those of you who don't even know what a teleseminar is, it would be like you get a you get a phone number and you show up at 9 a.m. or whatever time. It has to be live. I think maybe you can get a recording after the fact. And people sit there on their phone and listen to you talk. Oh, can you even imagine? I hated attending them, so I certainly didn't want to have them. There has been an evolution of the exclusive career coach, to be sure. As the focus of my practice has evolved, I also evolved the content I was putting out on the podcast. Earlier episodes, I had heavy content uh, for recent college graduates. You know, my background, as I've shared with you, was as the director of two university career centers. And so there was a time when I thought that that's the group that I needed to work with. I also have put out some episodes for wannabe entrepreneurs Um, I went from having no guests to having about 25% guests to having now, I think, closer to about 10% guests. I also used to bracket episodes with themes. I might have a month where I talked about various aspects of the behavioral interview or the resume, that kind of thing. I will admit that finding new content for the podcast has become increasingly difficult. And ChatGPT has been extremely helpful in guiding me towards the topics people are searching the internet for. So there's a way to kind of ask it, what are the questions people are asking? And I'm also relying heavily, and I've said this on the podcast before, on on the zeitgeist. What are my clients asking me about? What are um, people that I'm doing, um, doing consults with? What are they asking about? What am I reading in anywhere from social media to, you know, online groups to publications? I, I, subscribe to. What are they, what's going on? Now, for the meat of episode 300, it's going to be my best career advice. I'm going to reference specific episodes. So I think if you've never checked out the show notes for an episode, this is one you're going to want to. For each of these episodes, and I'm doing this sort of Academy Award style, um, in the various categories that my podcast are grouped on. So if you go to my website, exclusivecareercoaching.com, and you click on the podcast tab, you'll see that there are several tiles there where the podcasts have been categorized. So when we put a, a new podcast out, 
on the on the um, website we give it a category and sometimes a secondary category if it's got more than kind of covers more than one area so then that's what you see if you open up the interviewing section it'll be all the episodes about interviewing so I'm giving you my top choices for each of these categories and I've put the link for those episodes into the show notes so you may want to check that out, but at the very minimum, you can go back to the show notes to get the episode numbers if the episodes sound like something you want to listen to in, in full. So first, and this is there's just an alphabetical order, winner of my best advice for career decision making is number 119, Are You Squarely in the Center of Your Passion? This episode resonates very deeply with me, and I talk about people who who leave who they really are at home and when they go to work. So as the result, their work is unfulfilling and, and kind of mind dulling. So it talks about where people may go wrong with all of that and, and how to get it right. In that episode, I give three case studies of people who I worked with who were squarely in the center of their passion and why. And there are two books that I recommend in that episode, and I highly recommend them to this day. One is Tim Kelly's book, True Purpose, and the other is Poe Bronson's What Should I Do With My Life? This is a great episode for those of you who are questioning whether you've lost your way career-wise, or you just maybe want reassurance that you haven't lost your way. Next is Winner of Best Advice for Managing Your Career. This is episode 219, 10 Symptoms of Job Burnout and What to Do About Them. This episode was published on March 23rd, 2022, as the world was emerging from COVID. So this episode wasn't specifically about COVID-related burnout, but it was about how to specifically recognize that what you are experiencing is burnout. For each of the 10 symptoms, I provide questions to ask yourself and what to do about that symptom. And, and as a little hint, while some of the 10 symptoms suggest that you may need to look elsewhere, only two of the symptoms require, it's like, you really got to go. So that's a great episode for those of you who aren't feeling it at work. You're, you don't know why you're like, you think I'm burnout. I think it's very useful. Burnout's one of those terms we tend to throw around pretty pretty easily, but I think it's really important and useful for us to figure out, you know, are we really experiencing burnout? And if so, what kind of burnout? Because then we can start to, to come up with solutions. The next is winner of best advice for making a career transition. So I actually have three episodes for this category, all related to career pivots and career reinventions, which I've described and, and defined numerous times on the podcast. So there's 121, episode 121 is Career Pivots and Reinvention. Episode 133 is Now the Perfect Time to Reinvent Your Career. And number 280, What You Must Do in Your Job Search if You're Pivoting Careers. In these episodes, I define career pivots and career reinventions. I give strategies for successfully navigating a career pivot or a career reinvention. I talk about the pros and cons of a career reinvention, which is a, basically a start over. And I also give strategies for job searching when you have decided to pivot or reinvent your career. And these are great episodes for those of you who are considering a career pivot or a career reinvention, or those of you who are dissatisfied with your current career path and want to explore alternatives. Next category is winner of best advice for dress and etiquette. I don't do a lot of episodes in this area. 
and some of those have been with guests, which I'm covering in a separate category. But I picked number 291. I did this one, obviously, very recently. What should I wear to a job interview? In this episode, I wanted to address the questions I was hearing and reading online about, like, in this new world that we're in, where there's so many of the interviews are being done remotely, and we may be working remotely. What? How does that affect the interview attire? <clears throat> I cover why dress still matters how to determine what is appropriate for the culture, because that's really the, the bottom line question is what's the company culture, and the levels of business casual. Because if someone says just dress business casual to the interview, you do not yet have enough information to know what to take out of your closet and put on your body. And this is a great episode for those of you with a job interview coming up, whether it's in person or via technology, you need this information. Next is winner of best advice for job interviews. Consistently, the episodes I publish about interviewing are the most downloaded. Clearly, it seems to me that people are roaming podcasts to get information specifically about interviews. I began with episodes that were covering kind of more generally the interview concept. And then since then, I've gotten more granular with specific information. And I selected three winners for this category, all covering the behavioral interview, which is the within the interview subject, the one that I get the most questions about. So number 277 was behavioral interview questions don't come out of thin air. How to know what you're going to be asked. Number 262, the behavioral interview, your five-step process for delivering job-winning answers. And number 150, so that's an older one, putting a bow on your behavioral interview answers. I cover what a behavioral interview question is, how to prepare for these types of questions, how to wrap up your answers with one of two approaches that kind of, I think of them as giving you bonus points in the answer. So this, those episodes are great for any of you who have interviews coming up, of course. Next, we have winner of best advice for job search. This is a huge category and it covers a lot of ground. I could have gone in a lot of different directions with the winner, but I chose a foundational concept that benefits really everyone who's looking for a new job. And it's 258, how to organize your job search time to optimize results. I provide five strategies for structuring your job search to, job search to yield the best possible results. And this is great for those of you who find that your job search time gets hijacked regularly, like you're supposed to be you know, you've, you've said, I'm going to, I'm going to work on my job search from seven to nine to nine, and you end up doing something else. Or those of you who are sticking to the schedule that you've set for yourself, but you're not feeling like you are making good use of that time. The next category is winner of best advice for life coaching. Now, to be clear, my certification is as an, an executive leadership and development coach. I'm not a life coach. However, life coaching is an unregulated industry, and I find that with my clients, I do use some life coaching tools. As a student of life coaching myself, I have brought some of those tools into my practice. It's incredibly important for me to talk about mindset when I talk about these other topics. So, you know, if we're talking about interviewing or we're talking about job search or we're talking about making a career decision, your mindset is such an important piece of this. 
your thoughts will generate the results that you get. I know whether a client's thoughts are, are serving them or not in their job search by the results they're getting. These five episodes that I've chosen cover each cover an aspect of the thought model that was taught by one of my early coaches that I have talked about on the podcast in early days, Brooke Castillo. We've got kind of her thought model, which is circ- there's a circumstance that is just a, a neutral situation in your life that can be proven in a court of law, a fact. Then you have a thought about that, positive, negative, or neutral about that circumstance, which then generates a feeling for you, which is an emotion. And that emotion then generates an action or an inaction or a reaction, which then leads to your result. So I've got five episodes each, which cover one of those aspects. So number 38 is the neutrality of circumstances. Number 39 is your thoughts determine everything. Number 40, how do you want to feel? Number 41, taking the proper action steps. Number 42, you are getting results. Are they the results you want? And these episodes are great for those of you who want an easy to grasp framework for looking at the results that you're getting in your life and why you're getting them. Next, we have the winner of best advice for leadership. Several of the episodes about leadership include guests, but here's a great foundational one with 10 points you must know to be a successful leader. So I chose this one because it was broader and more foundational. It's number 223, Leadership 101, What You Must Know to Be a Successful Leader. One of the top topics that I talk about, I think, is that is often overlooked is number seven, to ask for advice on your leadership. Many new leaders and seasoned ones, for that matter, will be afraid to ask or think that they don't need feedback. You want to be open for feedback, not just from your boss, but from the direct reports. It's going to make you an even better leader. So that one is great for those of you who are entering into your first leadership role, or maybe you just need a refresher. The next is winner of best advice for LinkedIn. This is another huge category. Uh, And because technology is involved, when I looked at my list, some of the older ones, to be fair, have outdated information in them. And that usually speaks to things like, what is the character count for a section or for your heading? Or what buttons do you push to get this thing done? Those That functionality has changed over the years. So I chose a, a fairly recent episode. I think I've done it within the last year. And this is how to leverage the people that your connections are connected to. This is a concept that I teach a lot of my clients. It's number 244, Mining Your Connections Connections on LinkedIn. And this is a great way to expand your network pretty strategically and and fairly easily. And I talk about the mechanics of it. So where do you, how do you go do this? Where, what buttons do you push? But also the concept and, and like how you might use this and some examples of ways you might get new connections using this, this tool. The next one is winner of best advice for networking. And of all the networking related episodes that I've put out, I think I've gotten the most feedback on this one and it's fairly recent. So maybe it's just because more people are listening, but I think it's also because introverts really resonated with the topic. And I think many extroverts did too, because to be clear, just because you're an extrovert doesn't mean you love to network. One of my goals in my practice is to help my clients become successful networkers. 
getting past their fears, learning how to do it, how to network effectively, and how to give as much value as they get in the networking process so that it is what I call an equal exchange of energy. This episode number 295, so just a few weeks ago, help, I'm an introvert and I hate networking. This is great really for everyone, introvert or extrovert, who is less than excited about networking. The next category is winner of best advice for professional development. I did this episode in the later days of COVID when you had people who were still working remotely, people who were going back to work, hybrid, all of this. I was getting a lot of questions about how people who are working remotely can get themselves noticed. And, you know, especially when people were going back to the office and they were getting direct FaceTime with the boss and you in, you know, Philadelphia or wherever you lived were not getting that FaceTime. You know, you were getting it via technology, but it's still not the same. So this is episode 221, how to get noticed and promoted while working remotely. And this is a great one for those of you who are still working remotely. And also, and I talk about that in this episode is, you know, what from the supervisor's perspective, what can you do to help, you know, kind of level the playing field, no matter whether your folks are working remotely or in the office or hybrid. The next category is winner of best advice for resume writing. Now, it may surprise some of you. (laughs) I've probably said it on on the podcast before. Um, But as one of fewer than 25 master resume writers in the world, I do not love talking about resume writing. I love writing resumes and I believe to the, you know, marrow of my bones that if you'll just let me write it for you, you, you don't need to go through the learning curve. And I've told my story before. My learning curve was I had been teaching college students for at the time over a decade how to write resumes, probably closer to two decades, how to write resumes to get them their first job out of college. And then I got my my initial resume certification, ACRW, Academy Certified Resume Writer. And I realized I didn't know what I was talking about, that I had been teaching them a very old school and ineffective way of writing resumes. My point in saying that is that I don't expect you to know how to write a resume, no matter what your skill set is, no matter how great a writer you are, no matter how accomplished you've been in your career, all the things, right? It's a different skill set. And having someone who has expertise in that skill set, it's to me, it's worth its weight in gold. And now I'm off my soapbox. Having said that, I have put out pretty great content covering all aspects of the resume. The episode I chose goes into some detail on how to customize your resume for each position. So rather than talking about the specific aspects of the resume and how to write them, I chose this episode, which I I did fairly recently, to talk about that customization piece because I think most people know that you're supposed to customize your resume every time you send it out, but I don't think a lot of people understand what that should look like. So 287 how to tailor your resume and other materials for a specific position, which is great for any of you that are in a a job search and, and submitting resumes. The next category is winner of best advice for salary negotiations. I've only done a handful of episodes in this topic. The episode that I chose provides you some foundational teaching that I give to my clients who want coaching on salary negotiations. I talk about the three numbers. So 149 
is salary negotiations, three important numbers. And I go into detail about what those numbers are and how you kind of prepare those for yourself, what to factor in. So that's great for any of you who are going to be dealing with salary negotiations in a job search. The next one, the, the penultimate one, next to last, winner of best advice for work issues. This category covers a lot of ground. It's pretty broad. So it was pretty difficult to pick out a favorite. The one I chose is one I frequently send a link to for clients and those I consult with. It's number 169. There's actually two. Number 169, questions to ask your manager to improve your relationship. Particularly great when you are starting out with a, a new boss and you want to kind of start on the right foot, establish, begin to establish a positive relationship. Another one that I frequently send out to folks is 171, how to have a successful one-on-one -on -one with your boss. This one focuses not only on the, the content of your one-on-one -on -one to make it the most useful for both you and your boss, but I also talk about how to make sure that those one-on-ones actually happen and what to do if they're getting canceled or pushed back and clearly not a priority for your boss. How can you make them a priority for him or her because they are a priority for you? And finally, winner of best guess. As I tell you, every time I have a guest on the podcast, I don't very often have guests on the podcast. As I talked um, earlier in the in this episode, I've gone from, you know, maybe having 25% guests during certain periods to really overall, it's probably about 10%. The way that I look at whether I want a person to be a guest. So to be clear, I have at least one or two people a day reach out to me to be a guest on my podcast. And for most of them, it is clear that they have no idea what I cover. I am in the business category on podcasts. It's a really broad category. I wish there was a career category, but there isn't. So I've got people who are reaching out to me because they want to teach you how to, oh gosh, the most recent one was they want to show you how to start a franchise. Doesn't have anything to do with you guys. There may be five people out there listening right now who are thinking about a five, a pot, uh, or starting a franchise. That's just not relevant enough. So in the Venn diagram of who I'm looking for, I want some overlap, right? So they're not way over there. The, the, the franchise guy was way over there. There was no overlap. But I also don't want someone who's who completely overlaps me. I will also get folks whose every guest topic are the ones that I cover frequently on this on this podcast. And I'm not interested, frankly, in bringing in someone who is going to talk about interviewing because that's one of my core expertise areas. I'm looking for someone who can take two or three steps further than I can go with a topic. So I have two awards that I want to give out here. And the first is for the episode I most frequently direct people to listen to. And it's number 154, Five Ways Mind Drama Can Creep Into Your Job Search. Jane Springer was my guest for this episode. And by the way, she also wins another award if I were to give it out for the most frequent guest. She is a friend of mine who lives here in Tallahassee and she is a life coach. And so we've talked about a lot of life coaching topics. She also is a um, stylist. So we talk about, we've talked about dress before on the, on the podcast. In this episode, we talk about that, how important the mind drama can be in a job search and how it shows up and what to do about it. My second award goes to the person who affected me most personally. This episode rocked my world in more ways than one. It's 247, 
Are You Ready for a Career Break? Katrina McGee talks about her own experience with taking an extended, planful career break and how you can do the same. And she recently, by the way, published a book called Career Breaks for Dummies, and I highly encourage you to check it out. And this is a great one for those of you who either have a life goal maybe that would require a concentrated amount of your time that couldn't be done while you were working. So maybe it's um, an extended travel. You want to live abroad in a certain country and your current job doesn't allow for that. Or it could just be that you are feeling the need to regenerate and re-energize yourself. You need some downtime either because of what has happened at work or what you want to have happen next. Um, Career breaks can be really great before you take on a big new project or, or challenge in your career. So, happy 300th episode. To those of you who listen faithfully each week, I so appreciate your dedication to enhancing your career. And I appreciate that you trust me for that content. For those of you who pop in and out, based on the topic each week, I greatly appreciate you too. You know what you need and you are trusting me to give that to you. And that means the world to me. Here's to another who knows how many episodes, as long as I continue to love putting them out and you're continuing to listen and the world hasn't moved on from podcasts to some other thing that we don't know about yet, I'll be here. Happy 300th episode and I'll see you next week. Take care. You've been listening to the Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach, so be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.